Hello, and welcome back again to Answer 42, a podcast that temporarily knows it all. In this, my 42nd year of being alive, I've decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now, now, know. Today is... I don't know. (laughs) I guess I could count, but that seems like an unnecessary step to this of what was originally supposed to be a daily practice in the form of a daily project in the form of a daily podcast. But it's been a little while. The last time I recorded a podcast was March 13th. So it's been two months, March to April 13th and April to May 13th, which is... 30 plus 31, so 61. So this is day 247 of this podcast, or it would be. Ha! Math for the win. So I'm back. Why am I back? After falling off of the podcast wagon, why climb back on at all? Okay, first, a reminder of what this is. Here's what I said originally. It is said, well, Douglas Adams wrote, that, quote, the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is 42. So in this, my 42nd year of being alive, I've decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now, now, know, fully embracing the idea that I am already the answer for the remaining days I will attempt to get to the bottom of some essential questions, undertaking some philosophical excavations on rotating themes, and capture my discoveries as a short, daily podcast. So, yeah, that's what this is. Originally, each day had a theme and an essential question, as I said. Because today is the 13th, it means that today I would continue to harness wisdom on luck. Yes, today, once again, Friday the 13th. Just like it was back in August on my birthday when I recorded my first podcast for this project. So here we are again, back on luck. So what have I learned about luck? What do I know? And what do I want to make sure I remember? Okay, I need to start with the story of April, the month of April, the so-called cruelest month. Actually, not at all so-called. It is the cruelest month. April feels like grief to me. A month-long process of grieving without knowing exactly why I am grieving or what exactly I am grieving for. I have always felt this way. And while there have been plenty of terrible small things that seem to only happen to me in the month of April, even when the month doesn't feature any sort of personal calamity, April still leaves me on edge. I wonder if it's because April is a time where you or me or someone sees the world change, right? April is when the season starts to noticeably change, at least where I am. And 
as part of this change, the light changes. There's more of it. And the light starts to reveal all that you or one or I have successfully kept hidden all throughout winter. I suppose if you have nothing to be excited about or if you don't have anything to look forward to, April forces you to reckon with that, with all that you are not. I think that's why I hate April. Because who wants a reckoning that's not of your choosing? Anyway, nothing much happened in this April, which I suppose is a blessing. But strangely, since January, February, and March were so eventful, dare I say that a calm April was a bit of a letdown? Yeah, I dare say it. And I said it. Wait, however, it's not true. Something did happen in April. Ironically, the very last day of April. The last day of April... I got word that my life could actually remain exactly the same, at least for the next few years. Yeah, I know that's pretty vague. Uh, I can say that it has something to do with my what-do-you-do reality, you know, a job. And I guess what I'm saying is, on April 30th, I learned that that reality could continue which at first was a relief, but now has become something more of a conundrum. See, one of the reasons I am back on the podcast wagon of my own design is that, well, I am concerned that I have become very, very boring. I used to be an artist in that I made art. I made art all of the time. Now... I administer. I problem solve. I help others make art. And I don't know how this happened because for 14 years, I actively avoided ending up in the predicament that I find myself in now. The predicament that is best described as me as very boring. But for 186 days, give or take, this podcast was a creative outlet. More than that, it was an escape back to myself as a creative weirdo. I am a creative weirdo. I have a podcast to document being 42 because I have ascribed some strange significance to that number. Not doing this podcast made me feel far away from myself, which is a pretty terrible feeling. And the truth is, I don't want 42 to end. I don't want this year to end. I don't want to stop being the answer. I don't want to be 43. But I can't stop time. Oh, that I could. So I feel like I need to recommit myself to this as a creative outlet, as a means of documenting my creative weirdoness or simply as a reminder of who I am. Because what I'm learning is that time can erase how you know yourself. And every day it becomes more of a fight to embody my creative weirdoness. <sighs> okay, I need to somehow relate all this back to luck. 
But before that, a story about a notebook. In my past, past life, I would always have a notebook on me. I was very loyal to this particular brand. It was spiral bound. The notebook itself was smaller than an eight by 10 piece of paper. And most importantly, it contained five sections, each demarcated by five different colors running across the top. So the notebook was divided into five. It was the perfect notebook for someone with multiple projects going on, someone like me. It had been years since I had one of these notebooks. For a while, I had tried to replace them with something trendier, like a moleskin, or made use of one of the notebooks that I have been gifted over the years. Apparently, that was a mistake because, well... So I recently pinned my creative slump on my lack of a good notebook which I know is not the full story, but having a place, a reliable place, to capture my thoughts for a variety of projects, well, it would lead me to have more thoughts. It would lead me to make the projects real, and it would allow me to carry my process with me and pull it out to work on whenever I found myself at a table somewhere, which in my past past life was quite often. Anyway, I went on the hunt for my notebook, only to discover that it's gone. I went to the very places where I had made my notebook purchases in the past, but nothing. Now, I actually do pretty okay with the constant changes to my old hometown, but when my notebook was not available on the same shelf in the same bookstore where I had found it for years, it stung. Was it still April when that happened? No, but it was definitely an April moment. I mentioned my fear that I had become boring to someone and that someone directed me to a store in the intellectual capital of where I live and possibly this whole country, a store that only sold notebooks. And in that store, a nice shopkeeper confirmed both the existence of my beloved former notebook and its demise and we grieved its passing together, which is always nice. Then, said shopkeeper, directed me to go ahead and find another notebook. Really, one cannot live in the past. It is not always April. Sometimes we move on from our grief, which I did. I'm looking at the new notebook right now. It's blue, as are most of the objects I procure. And its pages are numbered even though it doesn't have different colored sections, its pages are numbered. Hmm. This invites some sort of complex indexing system that I cannot wait to create. The notebook is empty at the moment. Well, it's not completely empty, it's lined because my notebooks need to be lined, but at the moment I am seeing its emptiness as an invitation. Like recording another podcast tomorrow is an invitation. An invitation to push back against what I see myself becoming, that which I do not like. An invitation to shamelessly be the creative weirder than I weirdo that I know I am and that I want to be. What I have learned is I really don't want to be anything else. But doing this is going to take some internal luck, that is to say, 
luck of my own creation and harnessing. It will take internal luck to keep creative practices going. Creative practice is a discipline and it takes internal luck to remain disciplined. Every day that I am able to place a thought or idea in my new notebook or commit to making things like this podcast, well, I can think of it as a conspiracy of internal luck. I know I have said this before, but I'll say it again. You make your own luck, and then you are grateful that you were lucky. So that's what I'll do. With my three months remaining, (laughs) where I am the answer, that will be the answer. (sighs) Tomorrow is the 14th, again, where, back to basics, you, I, will continue your exploration on a growing bio. In other words, who are you? Thank you, all five of you who know about this, for witnessing my 42nd year. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's really nice to be here. Bye now.